This episode of Nintendo Expansion Pass is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash media or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Hello everybody, welcome to the Nintendo Expansion Pass here on Boss Rush Games. I'm your host in Light Side NDV. Joining me is the one, the only bossman himself, Mr. Corey Derrick. Hello, good sir. Hello, and it's time to talk about numbers, everybody's favorite subject. Yes, we are charting the course on this episode. Um, so uh I gotta say that um the February NPDs for uh United States is not out yet. Um, but I do have Japanese charts, and these are some very interesting numbers, Corey. Um, for this one, so uh, it seems that you know Kirby has taken the top spot, uh, with Kirby's return to Dreamland Deluxe. Um, it did another good week, uh, 62,581. So, right now, it's at 251. Uh, 1612 copies. Um, Wolong Fallen Dynasty on PS5 uh, did 30,132. Pokemon Scarlet uh, um, did 24,592. There is at 4,908,398 copies. So it's pretty much probably next next time we do this or talk about this this game will hit 5 million that's uh, too many it's too many <laughs> yes who's, um who's buying this this much kirby stop it no i'm talking about pokemon oh pokemon who's buying this much pokemon sorry i thought you were still on kirby uh-uh no not yet <laughs> <laughs> um Rolong fallen down c for ps4 did 17,699 uh copies uh room factory 3 special uh did 16,627 number six splatoon 3 did 14,766 so it's at 3,918,766 physical copies so it's a chance to hit 4 million by uh next week or the next time we read this um octopath traveler 2 did 14,085 additional copies. So now it's at 68,080 copies. Now that's only for Nintendo Switch. We don't have numbers for PlayStation at all for the for Octopath Traveler 2. Um, for PS5, Hogwarts Legacy uh, did 13,449 additional copies. So now it's at 139,535. Uh, and just to let everybody know, this is only Japan only. Um, number nine, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe did 10,295. Right now, it's at 5,183,660 copies for Japan. This game is Mario Kart is so <laughs> every time, I'm like, oh my gosh, why who keeps buying who doesn't own it at this point? 
I I really don't know. Um, and the thing about it, Corey, is that Mario Kart was released on April 28th of 2017. That's going, like, next month will be the sixth year that this game has been on the NPD. That's oh. insane. I mean, I'm aware. It's just like this game just this game just keeps selling. Why does it? <coughs> I mean, it just it's what it, what like fifty four million now or something. Yeah, yeah. It's too many. <laughs> and, no, don't get me wrong. I love Mario Kart. I would. I will go to my grave saying Mario Kart is the best Mario Kart. Uh but man. <laughs> yes, man. and. Uh, last but not least, a Metro Prime remaster, uh, which released on March third, did seven thousand nine hundred and sixty copies. So that's not bad because, of course, Metro doesn't do well in Japan, and since it released at a different time, uh, because it just released for Japan and for Europe, uh, I can see hopefully this game doing some really good numbers. Uh, once I think I was, I would give it to April to see what is everybody's numbers um, from uh, America, Japan, and Europe. Uh, for uh, console-wise in Japan, uh, PlayStation Five is still number one. Switch OLED model is number two. Uh, PlayStation Five Digital is three. Switch is four. Switch Lite is five. PlayStation Four is six. Xbox Series X. Um, is seven. Uh, Series S is eight, and new 2DS LL, uh, including the regular 2DS, is at number nine. Who's still buying a 3DS? <laughs> Sixty-six people who <laughs> is still buying it. If you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/BossRushMedia, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. So that is the current charts in Japan for right now. Uh, we don't know what Kirby has done in America just yet in metroid we don't know what's done in america just yet uh hopefully we may not get numbers to them because like since they are released at a different time um we don't know if there's going to be like a couple more weeks before we get numbers for america um from this so uh once again nintendo is steamrolling with their with their first party and some of their third party uh outings uh switch is still selling good and i, I feel like as long as switch yes yeah, switch could try to take number one but i i have a feeling if switch takes number two and then it's, it'll actually switch with playstation 5 i think if that thing continues to sell more i think it'll hit that 155 mark in no time soon you know yeah uh yeah like you know we got breath of the wild so 
and then some other games. And we don't know if this like I like I said, we don't know if there's gonna be special editions. And some people are trading in their old Switch to get a OLED um version. So uh it's gonna be interesting to see how this goes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I still have my launch switch, but it's downstairs in a box. It's in the box because I I I don't trade it I don't trade in my Nintendo consoles. Mm. Uh, the only <laughs> the only two consoles I don't have my original console of are the um my 3DS. I don't have my launch 3DS because it was ugly and dumb and I wanted the 2DS uh and it's much better. Uh, also, I don't care as much about Nintendo handhelds as I do the consoles, really. Uh, and then my Wii, because my launch Wii melted in a house fire, so I have a I have a second Wii. Um, mm. <clears throat> but all my Nintendo consoles I have still. And, uh, you know, I bought my OLED because it, <laughs> I figured it was going to be my primary one. But honestly, depending depending on what Nintendo's next console does, right? Because there's that rumor that it might not be backwards compatible, which is going to be super annoying. Uh, I might trade my OLED in for the next console and keep my launch one just in a box, you know? Hmm. Um, not that I don't love my OLED console. I do. I just, uh, you know, I, I like having my launch console. I don't know. I probably won't get rid of any. I probably won't get rid of my OLED unless I'm in like dire straits to buy something, <laughs> you know, like, but even then I'm like, well, maybe I'll just trade in my uh, PlayStation five because I've played it like for a total of 20 hours since I bought it. And I don't, <laughs> I just don't care about it. I wish I did. I don't, I've actually thought about getting rid of it, <laughs> but what if something comes out that I want to play that's PlayStation exclusive, like another Horizon game? <laughs> then I'll be like, <laughs> "That's the thing, Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West is actually the game that's keeping me from getting rid of my PlayStation Five because I want to play it, and I, I played the first few hours of it because I wanted to like do it, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't care about PlayStation at all. Like I just don't. I wish I did. I really, truly wish I did. And there's and not that I don't care about franchises on PlayStation. Like I love Uncharted and Horizon. I like God of War, although I these new games have kind of softened me on the franchise. For, I just I really think the new one's just really boring. Uh, you know, I I don't care about The Last of Us really. Spider-Man really didn't do anything for me. Although Wolverine's coming and people following me know Wolverine's one of my favorite characters. So that'll be one that I'm... The question about Wolverine, is that going to be a first-party game exclusive to Sony? Insomniac's making it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Sony. It's a PlayStation exclusive. I'm surprised that one won't be out first before Spider-Man 2. Well, Spider-Man's been in development already for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So. Which kind of reminds me uh, from Nintendo, like, I know we talked about they're not going to be at E3, and um, 
you know, they'll probably have their own direct with, you know, Metro Pride 4 probably being uh, showed off. I kind of want to ask you, how are we thinking about the summer games charting? Um, like, do you think that they're going to do very well uh, this summer? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I think that whole trope of summer games don't do well is over, you know. I, I I really do, uh, especially because so many games are coming out this summer, like Final Fantasy and Pikmin and what's Nintendo's June game? Um, I forget. But yeah, I mean, that that stigma is gone, I think, for the most part. Yeah, because I because I wonder, you know, Nintendo probably having a really big presence um, game wise. Uh, this summer, just from the Nintendo Direct, I kind of wonder, like, how we, how are we going to look? Because at this point in time, we know Microsoft doesn't do physical copies or anything. I mean, physical numbers anymore. Yeah. Um, By the way, I'm gonna ask, and this episode will be out way after the the episode of the of. Uh, well, no, they'll probably be out the same week for everybody. But I'm asking, uh, Yacht Club's marketing director, why. Shovel Knight is not on Xbox. The spinoff games. Shovel Knight Dig and Shovel Knight <laughs> Pocket Dungeon are not on Xbox. Are they on PlayStation? Yeah. They're on everything except for Xbox. And uh, I'm going to ask that question why. And maybe I'm part of the problem because I didn't buy the Xbox version of Shovel Knight. But um, I'm going to ask. <laughs> Because and and Shovel Knight didn't get a physical copy on Xbox. Well, I think it's um probably indies don't do big business on Xbox. Uh, I know, but that's I I think man, that really bothers me. I'm I'm just I'm really confused at why stuff isn't coming to Xbox because I. I don't know. I think I've made the transition to being primarily an Xbox gamer in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Switch is great. I buy everything on Switch too, but like, I don't know. I I just prefer the Xbox ecosystem over. I would say over PlayStation, right? If you're if we're just comparing those two, since mm-hmm. you know, with the Xbox deal, they only like to compare them themselves to each other and not Nintendo. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. Where were we going with this? I don't even remember. Well, it's it's um looking at the summer games, how they oh, right. how we think we're gonna how they're gonna chart and stuff. Um I don't know. I think they'll I think they'll chart fine. Because I know like Pikmin uh three, you know, Pikmin. even though even though that was like a port and stuff, I think it did fairly well. Um uh, and stuff. So I I'm just kind of wondering um like w- when we look at what they're gonna be offering to us, uh how how that's gonna look and stuff. Because surprisingly I think Nintendo has it easier this spring and this summer and trying to you know, see where games land at uh, on places and stuff. 
it's going to be like not difficult, mm-hmm. but it's going to be kind of interesting to see what comes and what goes, what stays. Mm-hmm. And with the way that you know Microsoft is going to be releasing games, I don't know if they're ever going to be on the list. I don't know if PlayStation is going to uh, be. Xbox have games haven't been on NPD in forever. Well, yes, true. Uh, But I think it's more of like after Redfall, we won't have nothing to start feel. So that's that's a problem, too, though. Right. I mean, that's that's what we've talked about with Microsoft forever is that we that's just that's just a problem in general for Microsoft is getting games out. And hopefully like. I mean, the thing is, too, is like Starfield was technically just delayed, too. Right. So even though they never really had an official release date, they kind of said first half of 2023. Right. Mm. So I think like. (sighs) I think Microsoft, I the thing about Starfield getting delayed is I think Microsoft and Bethesda both know that a lot is riding on Starfield in terms of the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, Redfall is coming out, right? Probably a lot riding on that game too, but like Starfield is the next big Bethesda Game Studios game, right? And if that game's any less than great, people are going to talk about the man. what's going on over at Microsoft, right? What's going on over there? You know, what is going on over there? Well, it's going to be like, it's... Hellblade gonna be uh I think it's Hellblade it's Hellblade 2 gonna be its savior in a sense because like when we look Hell, at Hellblade t- is Hellblade is the first game that I think people are, are pointing to and being like if Microsoft wants to make a Sony style game that's the game people are pointing to right whether it's mm. fair or not whether it's they're really trying to do that or not like I I don't know but I I really think that <laughs> that's important <laughs> for Microsoft is to like really get these games right, and uh, I'm 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 worried about that ecosystem. Like not not to the point where I'm going to start saying, "Oh, Microsoft's going to start shutting down <laughs> Xbox." But like, right? I mean, look how many things playstation did wrong at that at the launch of the console and people are still buying it in droves why because i mean because of the games right because they have a some sort of magical way of saying that hey our games are great our console can be garbage or not run backwards compatibility or you know do things that microsoft isn't doing right but we have games, so er- that makes everything else okay, right? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll probably get some flack calling PlayStation garbage. That's not what I mean. I mean, like, their backwards compatibility system is super lackluster. I think PlayStation it's super Plus, backwards. <laughs> I don't think PlayStation Plus uh, Premium or Extra are worth the. Um, what do you call it? The, the extra headaches that you have to go through to get games that aren't, you know, at least good to great. Right. I don't, I don't think that service is, is as good as they want it to be. I think, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm really pulling for Microsoft to do things. Um, and I just think, uh, and like the way that, 
Microsoft or that Sony is acting for this uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition is mm-hmm. has been really childish, to be honest. Uh, not that Microsoft isn't doing anything or saying things either, because they are to try to get this acquisition to go through and they're saying anything they can. But like, I don't know. Sony just feels like <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it kind of feels like Sony's the bad, the bad guy and Microsoft's the good guy. And you're just rooting it- for the underdog almost in uh, this in this sense it, it is uh and the reason why i kind of i i say that um and th- this is not nothing to do with jim ryan or anything it's that jim is <laughs> it, that Did with, you see his quote the other day by the way uh uh-uh, which one the one where he's like he said i don't want to deal for call of duty i just want to block your merger Oh yeah, which is yeah. Like, I've seen that. Like, dude, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? You know, like yeah. I well, this this is the thing about it is that because uh, I, I know a lot of people are tired of this whole deal thing, and I think people want Sony to get back into focusing on getting games out for this console. You know, yeah. you made the console more available. So now there should be more. The, the games are important that should be coming out mm-hmm. and everything. And the, you know, the thing, too, the thing too, on that point, Ed, is like everybody's kind of pointing at Microsoft and asking where their games are. The only games announced for PlayStation are Spider-Man, Wolverine, and the <laughs> unnamed Factions game from The Last of Us. And None of them have release dates. So, like, we know just about as much from Sony as we do from Microsoft in terms of release dates. And, you know, I, and they don't get the same, like, whatever. And I, I get that they've put games out at a more consistent basis. But, like, their their roadmap doesn't exist either. You and, know? and and I know PSVR 2 has came out. But, man, yeah, I'm who's seeing... talking about it? It's... <laughs> Dude, I'm seeing more ads for Metroid Prime uh, Remaster on YouTube and other places. Like, even before you start a video, whether it's like gaming or something, Nintendo has that spot. So Nintendo is not focusing on whatever all the other companies are doing. Even when uh, Jim Ryan said that, made that statement about Nintendo, I'm like, Nintendo is like, they're focusing on making doing their business, making sure that games are out, trying to get people to be like, hey, you know, we we got this game, we're still interested, just look, just see what everybody's saying. Like, mm-hmm. Nintendo is in marketing mode right now because they have games and stuff planned. You know, yeah, and... I just, I kind of like... <laughs> It's just kind of funny that Nintendo's just kind of like sitting over in the corner, like eating their popcorn, watching Microsoft and, and Sony kind of do their thing because it's like, well, here they go again. Let's see what kind of tragic, awful, childish things come out of this conference, this this thing. And and Nintendo said they like we we got our ten year deal. I'm like, what are we worried for? But Nintendo, the thing is, is Nintendo didn't ask for it. Exactly. <laughs> like, Nintendo doesn't care. Nintendo cares about Nintendo games and anything else that comes out on the Switch. You're like, okay, we'll take thirty percent, I guess, or seventy thirty thirty percent, I guess. I <laughs> you think know, probably. Yeah, the split seventy thirty. I don't know what I was talking about, but like, they're like, yeah, we'll, you know, if you sell ten copies, we'll take your 
thirty dollars. I guess. I don't know. It's 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 just weird in the fact that you know, because I I have the list that we did from the uh Nintendo Direct, so um I'm skipping March April and I'm going to start with May because May has Tears of the Kingdom. That's May twelfth. Uh, June is the Etrian Odyssey collection. We love Calamari Reroll, Master Detective Archive, Raincoat, Harmony, The Fall of Revere. Um, July is Disney's Illusion Island. Uh, August is Pikmin 4. See a no, star. Pikmin's in July, also. Isn't Pikmin in July? Pikmin is in July, yes. I forgot I didn't change that. Uh, Goodness, I need to change. What that. are you doing, Ed? What are you doing? Uh, sea of Stars is August 29th. Uh, and then we got the uh, Summer de Amigo. Um, we got Ghost Trick that's ju- that's dropping. I-, I can't wait for that. Um, let's see. There's Fire Emblem stuff. Uh, we got Ben and Kados, one and two HD remaster in summer. So we we kind of got like a lot of great stuff that is dropping in the summer and everything. Uh, for us to chart and just see how they how well they do. And some of the games might just also be digital only. But it's a it's a full summer of great games. Uh-huh. And trying to place where they're at because I'm just like you know what's what is Microsoft is Sony going to do uh well I won't say Microsoft what what is Sony going to do to like get on the charts what is Microsoft going to do to showcase these are the leading games on Game Pass you know mm-hmm. I would love to see Game Pass charts from Microsoft if we're not I wonder, if they'll, not I wonder if they'll ever do that and I don't think they will. I think they like mm-hmm. their, hey, our vague active user thing. <laughs> you know, we have 32 million subscribers to Game Pass. We'd like to have more, but, you know. Right. Because I just, I don't know. I, I, I literally feel here in America, um, we don't, we rather make lists of great games than looking at charts, looking at numbers for games mm-hmm. and stuff, you know? Uh, and, and so definitely with level five coming back, like that's going to be very big to us in America. Like a lot of people are who love level five games and miss them. A lot of people like me said that they're going to be like, they're going to go support because they want to see level five uh, in here, and if Nintendo is helping them to bring those games here, come on, let's let's do it. Let's get these games, and definitely if some of them are coming to Sony platforms, also S- Sony needs to be marketing to be like, hey, we also got these great games that Nintendo has. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man, I just. Remember when games were simple? I just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think about everything that we do, and I, I wonder what it's like to be just the normal person who doesn't know any of this stuff is going on. And they're just like, I'm just gonna go into the store, look and see what they have, maybe walk over to the clearance or the $20 bin, 
oh, this game looks interesting and we'll play it for whatever and we'll just not even care what's going on. <laughs> I, I think it's... I think definitely with me working in the retail, it's having customers that's, that is that is like that, who yeah. just want to come into the store to see what it is. They don't care about the gaming news or stuff like that. Uh, but I know for us from the retail perspective, like us employees, when I was in electronics, I had to be informed, you know, and I Mm -hmm. can't make decisions for customers, but I was just like, well, it has all these pros. These are the cons, whatever it satisfy you that you're leaning to. That is the game that you want to make that purchase. The only thing I just, uh, we, recommend you is to know that this is the rating and this game is for this console nintendo doesn't make this game for this console they only make nintendo only makes stuff for nintendo and stuff yeah man i gotta say though nintendo's got a pretty strong year this year yeah it's just now the fall is like kind of the concerning part because like what are we going like if and I know I said that if Mark if Sony if Sony if Microsoft if Nintendo doesn't have a big fall that is okay because I think they have so much just for the spring and the summer that I think Microsoft and Sony need to do some work to cover everything you know yeah. Yeah. and I think you know it's just like there's a lot of games that people can pick on a Nintendo console because shoot I think these these games that's coming on the Switch that's going to just help sell more games you know of course Final Fantasy 16 is the big one for Sony but mm-hmm. that's going to be like how, how many sales do that system has to have to make Final Fantasy 16 be a really big seller where it's not disappointing to Square Enix. Right, but also, like, Sony's probably paying for a lot of that development cost, too, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I, I feel kind of... I don't know. I mean, look, if if Final Fantasy sixteen doesn't sell well, uh, Square did something wrong, right? That's my thing. <laughs> I think... I think Final Fantasy sixteen is going to be a huge thing for Square, right? I I... I I don't know. I still feel really weird about all these games not coming to Xbox also, especially with uh, PlayStation making that big claim that, mm, you know, uh, I don't know. Microsoft wants to hold games from them and then they turn around and hold these games from Microsoft. I don't know. Uh, but I, I wouldn't I would be shocked if Final Fantasy 15 didn't sell well. I don't think it's a Forspoken situation at all, right? Um, although I think Forspoken might be more interesting than people maybe giving it credit for. I don't know. But... I feel like I feel like Forspoken. I think if it would have came out to Series X, I think it would have sold more. I mean, I don't. I don't think it would have sold really uh, that much more. But I think that Sony is. Or I think that Square is trying to do something interesting, and but also I think that was the last remnants of a of a uh 
what do you call it a square that was trying to do stuff you know like they've always they've been trying to square's been trying been on this path of trying to like refocus themselves and i think this was the Mm -hmm. last kind of uh i think forspoken was the last game where they were it was almost an unfocused square if that makes sense for the developers yeah and i i think that square is in a much better place now i mean (laughs) tomb raider might not be (laughs) but uh square is i think so man well square franchise that i'm really (laughs) worried about is tomb raider uh yes I hope I hope Amazon and Embracer know what they're doing. That's all I can say. I hope that I hope that Crystal Dynamics still gets to make them. Mm-hmm. Oh man, if Crystal Dynamics is not making the next Tomb Raider, I'm gonna be really, oof. or I, even Idos Montreal at that point too. Well, uh, that's I wonder will Crystal Dynamics uh do something for Nintendo? Do you think they go? We'll see them next year. No. No, I mean really? you might see Tomb Raider possibly if those if they come out close enough, but I I don't know. I I want it depend. I mean, it depends on what Nintendo's next console is, right? I mean, that could be a a, a conversation for next gen Nintendo, but I think I mean I think that Nintendo or I think that Nintendo is always so underpowered, and some d- despite how successful switches like some companies still just refuse to make double a and triple a games for the console you know and yeah. it has to do with nintendo's power and yeah and, and I, I gotta say crystal dynamics did do gardens of the galaxy for switch even though it's cloud uh, i it was idos oh. montreal i don't know crystal dynamics oh it was idos okay yeah oh yeah, I mean the the cloud stuff's not going to cut it either. That's that is not that's not what people want primarily, right? I mean that's mm-hmm. been proven time and time again already. That is not what people want. They want they want cloud to be an option when you're away from your console, not the primary way you play the game. And I don't. I mean, not that that stuff doesn't work, but I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but the Resident Evil Seven Cloud stuff is going away on Switch. Like, what happens to the people that bought that game, right? Oh, the one in Japan, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, some people presumably spent sixty dollars on that game, and now they just can't have it. They don't have access to it anymore. Like, that's, but then that's the same thing with live online service, like live I, that's, service games. I mean, that's also true. Like, I think about that all the time with Destiny, right? Like, I spent all this time and energy and money in Destiny, and one day, like, granted, hopefully not soon, but someday I'm not going to be able to play Destiny. I mean, there's mm-hmm. already parts of Destiny you can't play, right? So, you know, I mean, your disc, if you have a Destiny disc, you might as well just throw it away because it's useless. You know? Right, shoot, that's the same thing with like the Avengers when they said it was in the service, but then they put the game on sale. Like, well, the game, the game will still be, you'll still be able to play it. They're just stopping the online service. I think you're still going to be able to play it. I think. Hmm. But I again, maybe I'm just, I don't, maybe I'm just talking, <laughs> talking now. I have no idea. <laughs> 
Well, I think seeing what's what what is going to be coming for a switch, um, uh, for the future, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, I I kind of wonder if we'll get to one hundred and thirty by May for Tears of the Kingdom. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about Whoa. that. Uh, for the system, wow. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, are there going to be some indie games that actually help it? Like a sick song happens to drop. Uh, I wonder what that number would be. Uh, and I kind of wonder, like, if will we see anything from Limited Run games? Because the thing with Limited Run, uh, games, even though we can't chart them or anything. When we see a lot of their stuff sold out for Switch, which makes people get the PS4 version and stuff, that kind of tells you, okay, this game probably is going to be doing good unless there is more, uh, like they do a restock or something in their thing. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I, I will say I am interested to see how the summer turns out for Switch for games, like where they're going to be landing at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm not so concerned for America. I think I just want to see how the stuff does in Japan. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see, I guess it just, I think Zelda is definitely going to take over. And I, mm-hmm. I, I know the rumor is that Nintendo doesn't have a lot for this fall, which is why they're not going to E3. But I think they're going to have a lot more than people think. <clears throat> you know, I I think I th- I think you're going to see a lot of ports. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, you know, kind of Metroid. I think I think you're going to see the other two Metroid games for sure. I actually at this point wouldn't be surprised if you saw some sort of <laughs> like one of the Zelda ports come out this fall. Uh, I I, I, I still don't think. I still don't think they're going to put it out in the same year as Tears of the Kingdom, but they might. If they don't have anything, what's to stop them? You know, right? That's like with us not knowing how what what is going to happen with Mario or even Pokemon. It's just like, yeah, we need something. I think at this point, Mario, you're gonna. I think at this point, Mario is. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a new Mario game until the next gen. Like a full, maybe you'll mm-hmm. see like a new 2d mario but like the next mainline mario game i don't think you're gonna see until the next console uh and whatever comes out this year is just gonna be small stuff you know whether it's new or not i don't know but i think whatever's next you're just gonna wait for a little bit to see what's next and i i wonder if bethesda Oh, Zenimax and Microsoft are going to try to do something for for Nintendo. Well, that's the thing too, right? Is like third parties pro- could, and we've kind of seen what Microsoft wants to do. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen, but I think I think there are some things that are going to happen that are, uh, I would say, interesting. So we'll yeah. see. we'll see. We shall, we shall see. Ha. Well, Corey. Uh... Should we call that a wrap? I suppose we sh- we should. I suppose yes. All right. Where, well, everybody? I, I feel um... like I rambled a lot. That 
<laughs> well, everybody, uh, you know, that's going to be it for charting the course for this expedition pass. Um, hopefully you guys, if you want to check the numbers, uh, you can go to nintendolife.com. They have the, um, the Japanese chart on their website in their new section. So you can check it out. Um, it's, this is really impressive to see. And I think it was a really good talk to see how Nintendo is doing and what they'll probably be doing in the future. With that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next time on Nintendo Expression Pass. Bye, everybody. Bye. Nintendo Expansion Pass is part of Nintendo Power Block and is a product of Boss Rush Media LLC. The show is recorded from our headquarters in Akron, Ohio, and is hosted by me, Edward Varnell. My co-host is Corey Deary. You can find Corey at IamCoreyNHD on Twitter and Instagram, as well as hosting the Boss Rush Podcast and Tower Casuals, the Destiny Podcast. Follow Expression Pass as part of Nintendo Powerblock and on all social media platforms at Powerblock Podcast. You can also follow Boss Rush Media and Boss Rush Network on all major social media platforms. Join the Boss Rush Network Discord and Facebook groups to interact with other friends and fans. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.